2: Good morning, Hamilton. It's Rob golfy with REMAX Escarpment, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin.
0: Yeah, another great Saturday morning here in Hamilton, along with uh, Rob and I in studio. Jacqueline Paradisi from Universal Concepts Design and Staging Solutions, as well as Pamela Culp-Blanchard, the owner of Be Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. Today's topic, if you haven't already guessed, staging your home. How important is it? We'll get into some raucous conversation, I'm sure. If you have a question for Rob, you can send an email to questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at Robgolfi.com. We'll answer it on next week's program. His uh, phone number, 905-575-7700. Find him online at robgolfie.com, robgolfi.com All over social media on Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfie, and you can check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that may have been the longest intro we've ever had. Yeah, no kidding. Well, wow. but it's a good one. So we're talking about downsizing and cluttering and hoarding, and uh, is this a major issue that you're seeing when you go into homes?
2: Yes. Um, well, I'll, I'll start with a little bit of, about the uh, hoarding. Um, what's happening is there's a lot of seniors out there that have uh, a lot of stuff. homes. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and they came from a generation when uh, they didn't probably have much money and uh, so they they keep everything. Mm-hmm. They've got stuff stacked to the to the ceiling uh, of everything that they've mm-hmm. accumulated over their entire lifetime. So now we're dealing with kids that really don't want to deal with that. Um, let's say you know you know the parents pass away and they've got this full house yeah. of stuff. So we have to find somebody's got to somebody's got to pack this stuff and get it out. <laughs> yeah. And uh so we've got uh, Pamela here, you know, and she will, you know, go in and analyze it and uh and and give an estimate to the kids and right, and right. uh and and pack everything up for them because it, it's a lot of work, and you yeah. need a company to do it. Uh,
0: and, and and before we get to Pamela and Jacqueline as well, when when you're going into a home that you're trying to get for a client, you know they want to buy a particular home, and you go into a home, and you know you can barely walk around. How uh, how does that client react to that situation? Are are they looking at all the stuff? Or are they looking at the potential of you know the size of the room and whatnot?
2: Well, usually, if if, if a house is is like. Got so much stuff mm-hmm. chances are it's it's going to be a fixer upper okay so and we kind of acknowledge that in the uh in the listing when we put it so so when people go through it, they know they have to do a lot of work to the house right um and uh so that's kind of uh it's kind of expected but we will we will uh inform the uh, agent. Uh, before he's showing the house to say, listen, excuse, the, you know, the, the house is packed with boxes and clutter. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, do the best you can, and, uh, and and we'll work with you on that.
0: All right. Uh, Pamela Culp-Blanchard is the owner of Be Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. You can find them online, beclutterfree.ca, as well as seniordownsizing.ca. They specialize in senior downsizing and hoarders. So, Pamela, are all stagers, we'll start with stagers, are all stagers the same?
1: Uh, no, stagers are not all the same. Um, they all have their own niches for uh, staging industry. Some specialize in vacants. Some specialize in high end houses, middle class. Others only stage using their inventory and rentals. Hmm. There are definitely different stagers to fit different clients depending on their needs. We are all pretty good at colleagues. And we have a large referral base. So if something isn't right for me, then I will refer to a stager uh, that fits for the client. Mm-hmm. And I know Jacqueline, she also does the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Does the whole house need to be staged? So houses house is in the market. Do we have to do the whole kit and caboodle?
1: No, not always. Um, some stagers go in and they will just do the main floor. Um, others will do the main floor, and then if there's a second floor with a master bedroom up there, then they will also do that. Okay. Whereas other stagers go in and they will stage a complete house. Hmm. Um, I was just involved in one, and the entire house was staged, including the basement and the rack room. Wow. Uh, patio furniture was taken in for on the the two different decks. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on what the family would like and what's going to show that house the best and we go from there.
0: And if you're bringing in all your inventories, Jacqueline suggests, how long would that take? Is that like an all-day thing or is that a, a few days? No, I guess it depends a, on how big the home yeah, is, too. Yeah,
3: no, it's we usually can get it done in a day. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, wow. but again, the client's going to see, you know, a pretty big bang for their buck if they're if they're using this service. Uh,
2: yes, yeah, they uh, you know what, when somebody walks through they can get a feel of what their furniture is going to be like, especially if the home is vacant yeah. and then you and you uh, stage it. And and the great thing about having a stager is that they've got. Um, furniture that's pretty well, you know, updated, and it kind of enhances the house sure. quite oh, a bit, yeah. which is which is really good.
0: Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people say, "Hey, does the furniture come with the house?" They're <laughs>
2: seeing all this updated stuff. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when we're taking people through. They, you know, they try to uh, throw it into the offer, and we're like, "Well, you know,"
0: <laughs> Jacqueline's like, "No, I got to <laughs> keep this couch." <laughs> I said, "I don't know. This
2: is a staged uh, staged furniture, so we have to talk to." And, and I'm sure they'll they'll sell it. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for. Uh, for what they paid for. Everything has more. a price, right? Yeah, that's right. Everything's, <laughs> everything's got a price, that's for
0: sure. Uh, we're in studio, of course, with uh, Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team, as well as Jacqueline Paradisi, uh, Universal Concepts Design and Staging Solutions, uh, their website, UniversalConcepts.ca. Uh, Pamela Colt Blanchard, also in studio with us. Uh, she's the owner of B Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. uh, Clutter Free.ca and Senior Downsizing.ca, the website to check out there. Pamela, what about pets? Uh, do they need to be removed from the home? So, for instance, I have a dog and three cats. If I'm putting my house up for sale tomorrow and I'm interested in hiring a stager, should I keep my three felines and one canine around?
1: Um, no, it is recommended that um, if you have lots of animals, such as that, that perhaps they're locked into a room um, or into the garage mm-hmm. for the process, Um Sometimes also, uh, if animals are aggressive, let's say you have a dog and it's aggressive, so that has to be stipulated in the um, showing that the dog be put in a, a kennel or a cage.
0: Yeah, just somewhere else.
1: Just somewhere else, yeah.
0: Does the backyard work? Or does it have to be yeah, in enclosed place? Yeah, sometimes the backyard
1: okay. does work, yeah.
0: Okay. Um,
1: preferably, sorry, preferably on a leash because people will want to go out and see the backyard yeah, also. true.
0: They don't want to be attacked either. Uh, what's your specialized area or niche?
1: Um, it's senior downsizing. I go in and I give a consultation, a free consultation to seniors. Family members may also attend in that meeting. So I explain the services I have to offer in order to help them start with the process.
0: Okay. So you see, obviously, a lot of seniors. When do you recommend that they start this decluttering process?
1: Um, Preferably, believe it or not, I always recommend, as soon as they know that they want to move. Yeah. So if they know in a year from now that they're, you know, thinking of moving, uh, I always encourage them to start the process then. And I I actually go in and help them through the entire process. Mm So. What I do is I help them try to decide what it is that they want to move into, whether it's long-term care or an apartment, and then I usually go in, like, once a week or once a month. It depends, because it's really stressful on them, and they have a lot of contents, like they've accumulated, as Rob said, their whole life. Yeah. And um, I did a job once, it was a senior, I got a a call and it was two weeks before moving date and she called and said, oh I need help really bad because I had to (laughs) find a place to live and I haven't started packing and closing is like next Friday. So I go in there and she lived in the house for 80 years, her parents had lived in that house also their entire life. And her husband had passed away, which he lived in the house, and the son. So the son has moved away, wants nothing to do with his mother. And there it was also three apartments upstairs. So the house was totally packed, along with the basement. She goes, oh, and by the way, we have a three-car garage out back. Can you do that also? <laughs> and it's like, sure. She said, well, here's a key. Go take a look. So we open up the doors, and all three bays were full right
0: Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, my goodness.
1: And it was in the middle of winter, and it was, like, freezing out. Oh, my gosh. But So we did, like, 14-hour days. There was five of us. Wow. But we did get her packed, moved for the following Friday. Really? Yeah. That is incredible. It was a lot of work.
0: Wow. So many people did you have on that job?
1: Uh, some days three, some days five. Yeah, because you, you like you need a lot of people. She had probably thousands of toothbrushes because <laughs> she had gone through the depression. Same with her parents, okay, right? Sure, yeah. So they like Can't hundreds and them. hundreds of toilet papers and Kleenexes yeah. and yeah, all the preserves that her mother did. That, wow, you know. So it's a lot of work.
0: So what happened to all that stuff?
1: A lot of it got donated. Okay, like. When we can, we donate as much as possible because um, seniors in will let it go much easier if we right. say, you know, someone else can use it. There's someone out there, you know, that's not as well off as yeah. you or whatever. I like to actually, uh, when I do jobs of uh, removal, I like to give to the poor. Like, I hold on to, like, single beds and dressers and that because I get calls all the time uh, people say oh do you have a dresser I you know mm-hmm. so it's I like to help out
0: that that's a great way. idea what can you, you mentioned you know touching base with a uh, a person who is thinking about moving about a year in advance and then keeping tabs on them mm-hmm. throughout the year what do you find slows down the process and I think I know the answer to this
1: uh, what slows down the process yeah. is because they have so many items and every item to them, they have to touch it. It's mm-hmm. a touchy-feely thing. And then they have to tell you a story about it. <laughs> you know? It,
0: I got this when one. One yeah. month later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because it could be the rattiest doll or something. But yeah. it could have been their mother's doll. And yeah. then it got passed down to them. And then their daughter, you know, hugged the doll. Sure. So in situations like that, if it's a real sentimental thing, I never tried to get them to to part with it. It's like, you know what, we'll pack it away, you can take it and when you're ready, then maybe someone else can use it.
0: Sure. I mean, Rob knows this. We're, we're renovating uh, my basement in, in my home and my wife and now I'm finding out that my daughter's really bad for this is that when they're going through things uh, in whether we keep it or, or, or donate it away or even throw it in the trash is if it has that personal connection, they'll spend a few minutes reminiscing and touching and recalling going and telling it. stories yeah. and you yeah. know, half an hour later uh, you're like, hey, we gotta get going here right? Yeah. So. yeah,
1: and then when you try to rush them, like if they're telling you stories and that it'll be like they'll say like you know just wait yeah. I, I have to finish this and often like they cry yeah. a lot it's a process it is yeah. a process yeah. it's very emotional
0: it is for sure when we come back more on our discussion about uh, staging your home and how important is it you are listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfi sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Also with us, Jacqueline Paradisi from Universal Concepts Design and Staging Solutions. You can find them online at universalconcepts.ca and Pamela Colt Blanchard is also with us, the owner of Be Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. Senior seniordownsizing.ca they specialize in senior downsizing and and hoarders. Today's topic, staging your home. How important is it? If you have a question for Rob, email questions at robgolfie.com. We'll answer it on next week's program. RobGolfie. Uh, robgolfie.com. I also almost gave you robgolfie.ca. You might have that I, one. I there. have that one okay, on you anyway, have that one in case. So robgolfie.com <laughs> is the one we want to send you to. You can call uh, 905-575-7700, at Rob on Twitter and Instagram, and check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. Staging your home. How important is it is today's topic. Maybe we'll go back to Jacqueline and, and how does Rob use stagers as part of his team?
3: Um, well, I think that he uses stagers as part of his team to help his clients get their house ready for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, when I meet with his clients, I try to assess or foresee any potential problems for um, the, the buyers that would be coming through. And I do different kinds of consultations for Rob Um I, I try to accommodate and adjust to every seller so no matter what they no matter what stage they're at they will feel comfortable calling right. or having me there or having them there. Um, different consultations the ones that I do the most are ver- a verbal consultation a photo ready consultation or a quick stage. Mm-hmm. Um, those people are always uh, already pretty ready to to be um, put on the market right. So we talk a little bit about furniture layout or room function maybe some small repairs, some cleaning. Um, I have another one that's, I call it the game plan consultation. And these clients uh, need probably maybe over a month to get ready, but they can do everything themselves. So mm-hmm. they might have a lot to pack or organize or repair, update, um, but they just need some direction. So I would just kind of go in and walk through and give them a bit of a game sure. plan. Um, a vacant consultation. I know Rob has a couple of realtors on his team who work with investors and flippers. So this consultation is for them. Um, this one just allows me to go in and get measurements and take photos and, and figure out how to give them a, a bit of a quote so that I can go in and bring furniture rental in and accents and area rugs and stuff like that and basically just set it up as a model home. Mm-hmm. And then the last kind of consultation is I call the B clutter free consultation <laughs> because these ones are uh, referred to Pamela. Um, And they are, for whatever reason, um, unable to do the packing or or organizing themselves. It could be because of their health or their age or a death of a parent or a death of a spouse. Um, Or they could just even be just overwhelmed by it, same as what they've already been talking about. So they need a professional to come in and pack everything.
0: That leads me to the next question. Why is it smart to meet with a stager before listing your house? What is that person going to get out of that meeting?
3: Um, well, there's so much more to a staging consultation than just to tell them to pack and declutter. It's it's just one small part of it. The bigger part of it is marketing. Stagers are marketers. We market your house like a piece of merchandise in in a store. And the first thing that I do when I meet them in their home is ask them a bunch bunch of questions. So I'll ask them how many bedrooms and what the schools are and who you know what other people are in their neighborhood. Right. Um, what what the price might be of the house, what they're talking about the price going up at, and maybe is the basement finished. But what I'm really doing is trying to figure out who the exact target market is, uh, like the person who they think might, you know, be the person that want to come and buy right. that house. So then I walk through the home and I talk to them about ways to set the house up for that specific target buyer. So for example, if a seller or a homeowner is a 65-year-old couple and Rob and I figure out that the target market is... um for this home would be we're gonna say you know a family with young kids Mm -hmm. I I know that we need to show the main floor living room with a TV which is a logical need for a mom with young kids right but these sellers have their TV in one of the back bedrooms and they use it as a den because that's perfect for their lifestyle because all their kids are gone and that's just more functional for them now so What I do is ask the sellers, in order to hit the target market of a young family, is it possible to return that den back to its original function of a bedroom, which is going to be the need for a growing family, and then get the TV set up in the living room. Right. Because we want the buyer to connect emotionally with the home, so we always try to market market it for the target buyer.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's more than just moving couches around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: We do that, too, but there's much more thought process behind it.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, What do most people have to do to get their house ready to sell? What are some of those big things that they have to knock out of the park?
3: Well, the ultimate goal is to get their home looking like a model home. So it really depends on how far away the home is from that goal. So I usually talk to sellers about layers, tackle everything in layers, layers at a time. I'm sure this is exactly how Pamela does it. Mm -hmm. Um, Declutter, pack some personal items, work on some repairs, just do everything sort of one step at a time and pull layers back until it gets to the point where it's, you know, looking as spacious and, you know, most like a model home as possible. Sure. Um, but everybody lives differently, and one house may just need tweaking, and other may others houses may need full blown packing and garbage runs, and you know remove all the extra furniture before they can even get to that tweaking stage. Hmm. And then there's some people who have so much stuff and clutter accumulated that they'll never get to the tweaking stage. In that case, we just kind of. Um, Throw your hands in the yeah. air and say, I'm out of here. Nah, yeah. we, we refer them to Pamela. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Step two. Yeah, uh, I, I do have a question for Pamela, but before we get to, to her, uh, what do most people get wrong? What are some of the biggest mistakes when they're getting their house ready for sale?
3: Um, well, people live differently in their house than the house was actually designed or intended. It's just really? automatic. Oh, okay. yeah. You, you, know, you grow into your house, yeah, so yeah. you have you know, tons of furniture and just too much stuff. I would need to sell or I would need to stage my house for sure. Okay. It's just it's not a normal way to live in that perfect fake staged environment. So <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can do that. At least you're honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um when we live in our houses, function is always what kind of wins. It wins over aesthetics. But when we're selling our house, we want space and flow and that emotional feeling to that you get when you walk around, we want that to win over function. Mm-hmm. So the more you can simplify a space, the better it looks. Less less is always more. Um, another people, another thing people get wrong is room function. And again, it's just because people are living in their current house um, with the lifestyle that they're in, and, and it's not wrong for living, but it could be wrong for the way that they're trying to sell it. So we're trying to set it up to make you know every room fit the target market of the you know the to fit the buyer of um, that, Sorry, to fit the lifestyle of the target buyer. Right. Um, I also see people struggle with furniture layout. I've uh, been saying we all have too much furniture and space and traffic flow is more important than function. So, for example, I try to match family room and dining room seating to the number of people who will be living in the house. So, if the house is a four-bedroom, I try to make sure that there's dining for six as well as seating for a family of five to have a movie night in the TV room because the target buyer is likely going to be a family of five or more for Mm -hmm. a four-bedroom house. So if things like that don't make sense, then the buyer will walk. Yeah,
2: it all makes sense.
3: The last one would be lighting. We need lots of lighting bright light bulbs, good overhead lighting, table lamps, especially for dark you know basements and stuff right. like
0: that so the exact opposite of the dungeon you visited yeah. so many moons ago
2: yes yes exactly <laughs> exactly uh
0: that was the voice of jacqueline paradisi uh, universal concepts design and staging solutions you can find them online universalconcepts.ca. let's move back to pamela colt blanchard the owner of be clutter free and senior downsizing be clutter and senior downsizing.ca specializing in uh, senior downsizing and hoarders what are the services that you offer to seniors basically just rounding up all their stuff?
1: Um, for seniors, basically what I offer is um, I can go in, I can help them decide uh, what they want to take with them, what they want to pack away. Um, so I take in like all the supplies that's required, mm-hmm. and then uh, we go in. Um, often I encourage uh, use of stickers and a log, So that whatever items are, let's say, is taken from the kitchen that they're not going to need to use, then we will do put it in a log box number one, kitchen supplies, and then it will be written on a piece of paper, and then that way, like if they need to find something or when they move, Mm -hmm. um, then they know exactly where it is. Yes, and also um, I do dump runs. I have a fourteen foot enclosed trailer. So in a pickup truck, so we often uh, do donation runs, okay. and we do we like to recycle as much as possible because then you know they're more apt to let things go when sure. other people are going to use it. And we do the dump runs. Um, often I um, am a li- liaison between family members and the clients because due to distance, a lot of families you know when they get married have their own kids, they move out of province right. and whatnot. Um, so therefore I'm more the the client support system. Mm-hmm. Um I did have a job one time and it was really sad. That the lady she had absolutely nobody, like all oh, she never married, she yeah. never had any kids. Well she had a brother but he was like in his nineties, so he wasn't really, you know, too much help to right. her. So it's a lot of, you know, support system, going through the process, reassuring them, yeah. you know, that everything'll be okay. Uh, and also, a lot of times I'm involved the day of the moving, whereas I, when I'm there, I say to the movers, can you please put, like, the kitchen, the main bathroom, and the master bedroom on last? Because then they come out first. Right. And so I unpack those boxes. I get them set up with the, you know, the immediate essentials. Yeah. For living, and a lot of times I go back the second or third time, even to continue on to unpacking them right. because it's really hard for them to lift the boxes and open them, and so it's yeah. a it's a slow, long process. But I've always had great success and. They're very, very thankful. A lot of people mm-hmm. cry during the oh, process. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: you mentioned it was you know an emotional time. It, it can be a stressful time, too. But uh, at the end of the day, I think there is some relief when they finally get settled and, and, and things are on their way.
1: Oh, for sure. They're very grateful. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love the stories that the seniors have to tell. <laughs> it's really special.
0: Yeah. During the break, Rob had a question regarding some of the things that you find during your investigations into hoarders.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> one time, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, imagine. It, it's really interesting. I'll just tell you this one little story of, of what had happened in this scenario. Um, I got a call from Niagara Health Department, and uh, a senior was in the hospital. She had a fractured hip, okay. so she, her house was a hoarder house, but it was a duplex. So on the right-hand side, she rented it out, and she lived on the left-hand side. She had a cat and a dog so when the house become very smelly the people on the right hand side moved out so then she moved over to the right hand side and then that become all cluttered also and with cat and dog feces etc so then anyways uh... we got a call to go in there and to do a clean out because uh... certain safety measures had to be taken in order for her to go back home so while in there uh, we found lots of treasures, which included um, a lot of money, a lot of coin collections, <laughs> jewelry. Wow. Uh, we come across a gun, and we thought it was a little kid's gun, right? And then we found the license for it, and it's like, oh my goodness, I'm glad we didn't point it at anyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, uh, there was a POA, so we did contact her. I took a bunch of pictures of all the stuff, like I put on the tailgate, and mm-hmm. then that way, you know, I have a record of what was there. And then right. I, and I gave her the pictures. Along with all the belongings that yeah. went in, but that particular job, it was interesting. The water had not been running in two years. Wow! In the house, yeah. So she used to go to the washroom in pails, and then she would dump it into garbage bags and put it out to the curb.
2: Holy cow! Yeah, there's a lot. There's a there's, lot. A lot of things like that. Wow! Happening. Oh,
1: yeah. She uh, had slept in a lazy boy chair for like five years because. Wow. She couldn't, she couldn't get upstairs to her bedroom. And uh, I, I went periodically to the hospital to tell her what we're doing to update her sure. on the progress. And uh, she said to me, oh, by the way, um, the fridge hasn't been working in like a year. And I said, yeah, we opened it. I saw, you know, we're going to have to dispose of all the contents mm-hmm. in the fridge because mm-hmm. it, it was full of those flies. And she says, well, before you do that you need to go through everything in the fridge because I put jewelry in the fridge in little containers. Oh my goodness. So you have to open all the containers. Oh my
0: goodness. (laughs) Oh
1: god! That was really nasty. Wow. But that particular job we had to go in with the hazmat suits. Oh I can believe it. And the respirators. Uh, We filled up three 40 yard bins. Wow. Yeah so it was a lot of work.
0: So was anything salvageable from the home itself like items in the home?
1: Um, there was a few wooden items that we were able to wash down and keep, but right. most items had to go because they had the you know urine feces yeah. on it. Um, luckily, luckily enough, because uh, I have a storage unit of um, supplies that I keep for people in need. Right, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I was able to set her up. With a single bed downstairs in the main living room, because she would have to do a lot of rehab, you know, with sure. a broken hip, and I took in like some sofas and end tables and that wow, that I had in the awesome. lamps. Yeah,
0: wow. Um, do you recall how much jewelry was in the fridge?
1: Yeah, there was quite a bit of. Jewelry. Was there really? <laughs> yeah, there was a, a really a lot of contents of items, really valuable items. She had a lot of antiques also, mm-hmm. so we removed all that from the house to the antiques and gave it to the POA. Because you never know when a house is empty, you know, people watch, right? Yeah. So yeah. we didn't want to take a chance of anyone breaking in.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, have you dealt with hoarders that want to move, and how big of a challenge is that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, like that one lady that I was telling you about earlier, the where she had lived in the house and yeah. her parents had lived, she was a hoarder. Oh, wow. But yes, um, I do deal with... Uh, hoarders that want to move, um, those are the houses that Jackie does not stage. <laughs> so
2: um, She burns them. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Basically, what I do, you know, is the same process for a uh, regular hoarder. You know, like, let's donate. It's easier for them to let go. Yeah. And, and, you know, I say, like, you are downsizing. Like, you need to only keep what's necessary.
0: Right. Is that more emotional, given that they, you know, as a hoarder, you want to pretty much keep everything you can, mm-hmm. uh, you feel the need to, to do that. Is it harder for them to let go than, uh, you know, a general person out there?
1: Um, no, not necessarily, because um, hoarders, when they want to move, they've already set their mind that, okay, now it's time to clean up my really? act in oh. life. Yeah, I've had it also where... Um, People have gone into the hospital. This one particular lady, she was in the hospital. She was a hoarder, and uh, she had uh, one family member alive, and she she wasn't sure if she was going to make it or not, but she did. She went back home, and she called me up and asked me if I could come and help her. She told me on the phone that she was a hoarder. And she said, I don't want to leave my mess for my family member. So, yeah, a lot of times when when they're ready to move, you know, that thought process, it's like, yeah, let's get rid of stuff. Sometimes I can go in, it's like, go, go, go. Or they may say to um, this whole room, just get rid of it all. Really? eh? Yeah, but, you know, we still go through stuff because we have even found you know money treasures yeah. in in those rooms also I know one time we found it was like a big smarty container and it was right full of $100 bills. Oh, wow. And it's like, you know, like, it's a good job we're going through everything because this is what we found in the room you want yeah. us to get rid and of, right? no idea. So, yeah, cause they don't remember. Like, they hide it away, right? And and then they forget about mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah, especially the older generation. They have a tendency of hiding money in the house, yeah. and mm-hmm. then they end up forgetting. <laughs> and uh, so they've got, you know, you got to be careful what you're throwing out, yeah, for sure. definitely. Yeah,
0: All right, more on uh, staging your home. How important is it when we return on on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Back here, it's the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. 905-575-7700 is the phone number. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at RobGolfie. Check out the RobGolfie Facebook page as well. If you have a question, we'll get to it on next week's program. Email questions at RobGolfie.com. Again, that's questions at RobGolfie.com. Dot com. Also with us in studio today, Pamela Culp-Blanchard, the owner of Be Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. senior SeniorDownsizing.ca and Jacqueline Paradisi Universal Concepts Design and Staging Solutions. Find them online at UniversalConcepts.ca Staging your home, how important is it, is today's topic and back to Jacqueline we go um, talk about the different levels of services in terms of staging and what you guys offer
2: um well i'll I'll tell usually what we do is um we have uh we start off with a consultation okay so if it's just uh, you know like sometimes you go into these um homes and you know they're bigger homes and and they're fairly new and you see there's newer furniture and hmm. you could tell that they've had some help with um uh you know furniture layout and already and they're we're putting it up for sale we offer the consultation even though it doesn't need it but just right. to satisfy our clients sure. sometimes that it, it may help. But uh, Jackie uh, pretty well goes through every one of our uh, our listings and, and and does a consultation with them and sits with them and and walks through the house and and gives them you know things that they should do and, and you know to to get this house uh, sold ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then after that, if if we find if Jackie finds that uh, they need to go to the next level of staging, like she will have to bring in some of her own stuff, sure, um, she will do it. So she goes like uh, Jackie. How do you you go through uh, when you meet with them? Like you said before, you just probably you walk through the house. You've got a checklist and all that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. So yeah, so it's, it's
3: what I talked about with the different kinds of consultations that we offer, and and the, that sort of verbal consultation or the the photo ready consultation or the quick stage. That's the yeah. one that that gets offered to Rob's clients. Um, but what people, if some, somebody needs something after that and say they have, you know, a dining room is set up as an office and we want to get that office out of there and put it down in the basement. Now right. there's no dining room.
2: Right, right, or there's right, no right.
3: dining furniture. So we, we, the next level would be to kind of go back in and, and you know, give a quote to set up. The dining room or set up, you know, anywhere there's sort of holes in the space where they they don't have a bedroom set up or something like that.
0: Okay. Uh, This uh, question really nails our topic today, staging your home. How important is it? Um, How much of a difference would it make on price?
3: Um, That's always a hard question to answer other than sort of throwing around some of those stats that they have out there. Um I have a great stat that I that I have on my brochure and it's staged homes sell two to three times faster and for six six percent more than unstaged homes.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah, they do sell they do sell faster. When, once you uh like like, like clutter free the uh the rooms, yeah. uh stage it, um they do sell faster. We've had uh, instances that where uh, a previous agent had the house for sale did not do any staging. It just went up for sale. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. We put it up for sale um, and uh, had ja- uh, Jacqueline uh, stage it, and we actually sold it for more than the price that we had it listed. <laughs> and the previous agent didn't even get any offers on it. So, wow. so it it does make a difference. They sell faster, and and it and, and price it, it definitely makes a price. So most good agents offer that service yeah. and we we have it with pretty well every single one of our our listings that we put up for sale
0: what are some of the everyday items that should really be put away for showings what's the what's the checklist um, there
3: yeah I have a little list <laughs> 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 Um so well, one of the things that people sometimes have still out there is a water cooler and we us- usually say to put that away it doesn't make the photos look nicer so we just yeah. it, it doesn't isn't something good to keep Um, Pet food dishes, pet toys, pet beds. We just remind, we don't want to remind the the non-pet buyers that there's a dog or a cat living in their future house. Um, TV remotes, we always say put those away in a drawer. Uh, Dish cloth or dish towels, even if they're color coordinated to the kitchen. (laughs) They sort of remind people of work and they they kind of advertise, especially for the homes that don't have a dishwasher.
0: Right, right, right.
3: Um, gaming equipment, unless it's a designated games room, we usually say to, to not display that kind of stuff. Hmm. High chair, for sure, put in the garage. It takes up great space. Yeah. Um, toothbrushes, hairbrushes, perfume, any of that sort of personal item stuff uh, on the bathroom counter, that should be hidden. Um, shower items, we say to declutter the shower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get that grimy soap yeah. out of the way. Yeah,
3: uh, And all the shampoo bottles and stuff. Yeah. Um, Don't even
0: get me started on that. Yeah, well,
3: like, yeah you've got girls in the house. Then oh, you've got yeah. you know twenty bottles of different kinds of guess how many washes. shampoo
0: bottles and conditioner bottles I have in my shower? Take oh, a I know, I know. There's I probably say like eighteen. You're very close. There were yeah. sixteen. Yeah. yeah, I know and that's what I I use some of one. They they say. Say. So use the brands. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> yeah, they have like the. the I, I know exactly. Yeah, what you're you're going through. that's a whole nother show. Yeah. So what? Um, what else is on this? Live list?
3: Live plants is on that list. Really? I, wow! And, you know, it's funny that, that people don't get offended by anything, but they the people who have plants that like their plants they that's the only thing that people are like, what? Really? Wow! But yeah, people who don't like plants uh, equate it to you know dirt because it's soil and sure. bugs and you know hmm. they're plants. So people who don't like them, you know, it's we a just big turnoff. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. Say get rid of Yeah. Um, any kind of collection for sure um i've seen some amazing collections but the reality is people don't you know you don't want them to get distracted by the collection you want them to you know be there to look at the house not the collection and the last one is my favorite it's stacked toilet paper rolls and kleenex boxes (laughs) are not decorative (laughs) accents
2: and and also the big moose head above the uh doorway (laughs) (laughs) you know with his tongue hanging out um yeah, because sometimes people get a uh, you know I don't know I'm not sure offended by that, but they get scared sometimes. Well, I you know. know lovers' word for sure. Yeah, especially right? yeah. So we we kind of like you know like if the guy is a, a big hunter and everything, and you know, and he's proud of his big.
0: Yeah. You know, just put it in the garage for the time. But being. Yeah,
2: we ju- we try to tell him to put it away because uh, you know just it just kind of turns people kind of funny sometimes you know or like the naked picture exactly yeah Yeah. yeah, the naked picture yeah i remember all these stories they're great uh (laughs) when we come back some final
0: thoughts on uh, staging your home how important is it you're listening to the hamilton real estate show on am 900 chml One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website, 905-575-7700. On social at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfe Facebook page as well. Jacqueline Paradisi from Universal Concepts Design and Staging Solutions, UniversalConcepts.ca. She's also with us in studio today, as is Pamela Colt-Blanchard, the owner of Be Clutter Free and Senior Downsizing. Those websites, BeClutterFree.ca, SeniorDownsizing.ca. Jacqueline, are people insulted sometimes when they're when you ask them to move some things around
3: no i i would never let it get to the point where they would ever be insulted okay so it's a finessing sort of thing right Um, because you're making recommendations yeah and i say at the very beginning when i get there that you know we we live differently than we need the house to look to sell so and i I also make sure that they know that they're in charge even though i'm kind of walking through and i look like i'm in charge they are still the ones who are sort of making that final decision and they know that you know that's their choice. Okay. So if they ever say no to something um, that I've recommended, I always just adjust to them and, and find a you know another solution to, sure. to fix the problem that we're
2: talking about. Well, most of them are pretty excited yeah. uh, when mm-hmm. she's coming because, uh, and then probably some of them I would imagine say, well, "I wish we did our furniture this way." Oh, <laughs> oh, every yeah, single time <laughs> yeah. and I get
3: a lot of design business because I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my God, can you come to my new house?" Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is good. That's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. And do all uh, all agents offer the same service or offer this service?
3: Um, I've been doing this for 10 years and when I started in 2006, you know, Toronto was where they were doing this. They weren't, you know, it wasn't really Hamilton. Hmm. So it took some time for the knowledge to, to build for the consumer and even for the agents. Um, so today I think that I would say that if there are people or agents that aren't staging, that that's still the majority, which is wow. shocking. Yeah, big time. Um, but I believe that there's a super small percentage that, that, um, use agents the way or use stagers the way that Rob does as far as having several, several different sort of options for staging to meet the needs of his unique clients because mm-hmm. everyone's different. So he's got, you know, different yeah. people to help different people.
0: That's good. It's good game plan. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up with uh, a funny story. Pamela's already shared uh, a few uh, uh, funny stories with us uh, this week and uh, we have yet another one. You seem to have a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, thank you. Okay, so it was a couple years ago when I got a phone call from the health department. And it was in regards to an elderly gentleman, and he was a hoarder. Okay. So I needed to go in and um, do a three foot path that went like from the entrance of his apartment over to his bed, to the washroom, and to the kitchen because he was just walking on top of stuff. Wow! So myself and another worker, we went in there, knocked on the door, and this little little gentleman came to the door and opened it. And he had long gray hair, and he had on a t-shirt and white underwear. So we, kind of, we were kind of not thrown Not what you were expected. The, No, not what we were expecting. So he goes to us, oh, come on in. he says, don't mind me. I have a urinary tract infection, so I'm just going to walk around in my underwear today. And it's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> we start uh, cleaning everything up. Oh, we also uh, needed to clean the kitchen. Okay. So, we were going through everything, and uh, he did tell us right off the bat that the bedroom is out of bounds. Don't open the door. So, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, we we respected that. Mm-hmm. So, we started the process. You know, he was telling us a little bit of his history. He had never married, um, so he had been living alone for years, Okay, and uh, we started finding odd things like... Jewelry, and you know, we're kind of looking, thinking, well, you know, why does he have all this stuff? We were finding jewelry, uh, we found dresses, we found wigs, and you know, when we come across these items, it's like, what do you want us to do with it? He mm-hmm. says, oh, just put all that stuff in this one pile here." Uh, I went into the washroom, and he had a massive, massive jewelry box in there, like right full of these clip-on earrings mm-hmm. and necklaces, and, and you're and
0: you're thinking, what's going on? Here?
1: Yeah. And so then after lunch, he got really chatty, which was fine. And he's kind of following behind us and he's <laughs> telling us all these stories. And then all of a sudden he goes, Yeah, he says, uh, I used to like to go out, dress up as a woman, go out for the evening, and go to bars. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, well, <laughs> Okay, we didn't know what to say, right? right. Is he
0: Bruce Jenner? <laughs> <laughs> but you're certainly putting two and two together here.
1: Yeah, so then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay. And he said, do you know what the best part was? <laughs> and I said, oh, boy, what's he going to say? He says, I lo- used to love putting on those nylons. And he takes oh, his no. hand and he goes up his leg, you know. And he said, and heels, I love wearing high heels. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, um, yeah, that was that was one of a kind of a job of mm-hmm. a hoarder. That's the only time we've really come across that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was very interesting. Yeah, yes. you've certainly yeah.
0: seen some interesting things and met some interesting people along the way. That's for sure. Oh, for Absolutely. Sure. Well, guys, we're plum out of time. Thank you very much for coming in this morning. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we are back uh, next Saturday at nine a.m. It's the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML.